0: looking into the death of Ken Lee, a 59 year old man in Toronto who was attacked just before Christmas on December the 18th. The suspects in the case uh, are eight teenage girls between the ages of 13 and 16. Here's more detail from Toronto Police. They met each other through social media. They come from varying parts of the city. That is to say they are not from one specific geographic location. We don't know how or why they met on that evening and why the destination was downtown Toronto. Uh, We don't know we don't know how long they have been acquainted together with each other, but I wouldn't describe them as a gang at this point. But what they, what they are alleged to have occurred that evening would be consistent with what we traditionally call a swarming or a swarming type behavior. Police Detective Sergeant Terry Brown speaking a few weeks back about the suspects in the murder of uh, 59-year-old Ken Lee. Eight girls between the ages of 13 and 16 have been charged in the case with second-degree murder. Joining me now is Sybilla Arts. She's a professor emeritus in the School of Child and Youth Care at the University of Victoria. Thanks for your time tonight.
1: You're very welcome. I hope what I say is useful
0: to you. Yes, I'm sure. I mean, this is just one that, that I mean... It's, it's sort of trying to explain the inexplicable, is it? I mean, but we have social media involved. We, you know, these again are just allegations against these eight girls. Uh, but the idea that somehow they would meet on social media, meet up downtown, uh, there was apparently an earlier incident. What do, what do you see, read in that?
1: Well, as you've you already pointed out, this is something that is not a typical phenomenon that happens every day. So how if these eight girls came together and made the decision collectively that they would attack a man and kill him, um, it, it, we can't simply turn to the academic research, the literature in criminology, and, and come up with an explanation. We can look for certain aspects in these girls' lives that would... Uh, Send them in the direction of violence and see if we can locate the impetus in their life experiences, in their uh, social media world, in their friendships, in their home lives, in their community, and so forth. But uh, we, at this point, until we know their histories, would have to be very careful in attempting to come up with a theory that explains the behavior um, in in a simple way.
0: Right, of course. And these, of course, I mean, they are not convicted of anything at this point. But tell me a bit about the impact that social media has had on these sorts of events, the idea that people who don't necessarily know each other can find each other.
1: Well, that has an impact on all sorts of things in our life world these days, so it's not singular to this particular crime. Now that we have a way of reaching each other and finding others who might be inclined toward doing things that we might be interested in doing or experimenting with behavior that perhaps those around us wouldn't encourage, it creates a wider uh, arena for us, all of us, whether it's uh, young people or, or people of any age, to enter into imagining ourselves doing things that we would not necessarily have come up with without that potential for support through relationships with others.
0: Did it surprise you at all to hear that the suspects in this case were a group of eight, uh, some as young as thirteen here, and girls? I mean, I don't want to stereotype, but but I think there were three things about that that were uh, that were that led to questions: the size of the group, the age of the group; most of them were actually thirteen and fourteen; just a few of them were 16. Yes. Um, yes. And, and the fact that they were they were girls.
1: Um, having researched girls and violence for many many years. Um, I'm not surprised that it was girls. I don't expect violence to be something that only males perpetrate. Um, again, having now seen the way that group effects are taking part in all areas of life, I'm also not surprised that, um, that it, it was a group of girls. I, I think what is shocking is that they would kill I can see young people experimenting with all kinds of behaviors, but the move to killing is the thing that is most shocking and of deep concern because children and young people do not commit murder as a, as a, as a rule. I mean, murder is the very last thing that you would expect from, from people in that age group, male or female. Um, violence, certainly young people engage in violence, but taking it to that level is something that is of enormous concern and would require um, a deep investigation, particularly uh, from a psychological perspective.
0: Yeah, and I imagine that's precisely what's going on right now. I would suspect. What would you like? What 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 remains unanswered to you that you think is um, essential for us to know about what might have happened here?
1: Well, what we've seen is an expression of extreme cruelty. And the question arises immediately how is it possible for children, and I emphasize these are children of this age, to perpetrate this kind of cruelty? And what is it that gave them the set, the idea that this was even a possibility, a choice that they could exercise? So uh, that would be an area that I would want to investigate in each case. I would also want to look at their uh, cognitive development, their emotional. Um, sense of disconnection, their empathy development, their moral development. All of these things are something that, of course, we all have to go through. We have to arrive at the level of development that would prevent us from behaving this way. These girls did not. What was it that prevented that? And what would it take now to make anyone who's committed something like this... (laughs) And viable to be returned to society at some point and how can we assure ourselves that if they do return and when they return that we can trust that they won't engage in further behavior like this and those are big challenges for the people who are working with them now
0: yeah absolutely again these are, you know they haven't been convicted but certainly you know one would expect that all of them will be back in society at some point. I mean, they're, they're just kids. Yes. They're 13, 14 and 16. They, you know, that's not the way our system works, but, um, uh, Sybilla Arts, thank you so much for, for shedding some light on that. Uh, it's been again, one of those, uh, trying to explain the inexplicable really.
1: Exactly. And thank you for your interest in all of this. I, I hope we learn more as, as time goes on.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And good night.
1: Good night.